Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It, Cowboy fans should disown what them right now. What is going on? Cowboy fans should disown them right now. So your point on Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes going up against him. Yeah, I don't want him with the ball down four with the game on no. the line with a minute 30 left. No. You're, I don't want those problems. You, you said that he's a game manager, uh, but he also can play make. No, They're you're right. all game managers. No, no, but like Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of credit for, for being so risk-averse in terms of his touchdown-to-interception ratio. But I get all of the Farvian qualities from Patrick Mahomes yeah. with none of the turnovers. Yep. Bonte, Steve Young was pretty damn good. He's not Mahomes. Mahomes and him have almost the same touchdown passes thrown. He has 40 less interceptions, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Over that set, 230 D- Different touchdowns. era, though. Different era. I know, but... It's a different era. But, Bonte, the precision that this guy plays with is unbelievable. He also gives you a lot of the scrambling that we don't associate with him right. at, at that position. Oh, he could extend plays. And Shanahan mentioned that in that article, Mahomes being able to extend plays and run around in improv, that is a problem. He's mobile as well. And he will get the tough yards. So here is who the Niners are going up against in Patrick Mahomes. And this is what they've got. And this is per Peter King from Kyle Shanahan. I was sure Brock was worthy of a fourth-round selection. And we put a fourth-round grade on him. Yep. There was no way we could take him for our team. But we're sitting there in the seventh, and all these picks go by, and he's still there. And that's when I get to hear our linebacker coaches, all the scouts, other coaches, everybody who's talking, saying things like, I can't believe my guy is still there in the seventh. I love this guy. Or we've got all of our needs. You traded those ones last year. We don't need a quarterback to be our third guy. Or, Kyle, we can still get him as a free agent. He's not going to get drafted. I mean, it's all coming down to me. And I'm always trying to check myself on this stuff. The pick's coming up. And I remember club co-chair John York asking, who's the best player out there? Well, I go, there's no doubt Purdy's the best player. Then what are we talking about, yeah. Dr. John says? And Do- then they take him. Dr. John York coming in. So everyone's getting credit. Dr. John York, Jed, John, Gracie, Kyle. Kind of crazy. We got lucky. And I want to go back to something you were talking about here. As That's crazy. This is what Mahomes is going game. KGMZ FM and AC1 wow. San Francisco. And don't forget, you can also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log out and search 9570 Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. It's smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. Shout out, shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. The San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Countdown to kickoff clock says we are. Six days, six hours, 22 minutes, 35, 34, 33 seconds away from kickoff of the big game. Thank you, Kiefer. Going back to something that we all said, first of all, I want to make it clear. It's Mahomes going against the Niners defense. 
of Purdy course. Purdy going to get that Chiefs defense. So let, let's, you know, they're not going to face But it was Brady versus Manny Yeah, for no, all we always years. bill it as the quarterback. Yeah, that's what we do. LeBron that's versus Steph. That's what we do all the time. But the whole Brock Purdy fourth round grade and everybody taking credit. And you said something about trading camp because I was in Europe that year. I was in Europe during trading camp, and I was ticked off about the trip, but uh-huh. it turned out to be a fascinating trip, so I'm not regretting that at all. Yeah, yeah. It was great to be on the island of Capri and Positano and the Mafia Coast, all that stuff. But Dude, as I'm reading reports. That, that was a waterfall, not a drip. Oh, I'm trying to be like Shasky here. Everybody's got a little butcher in them, right? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> listen, I read every single report because the reports would come out and be like five, I don't know, four in the afternoon. There so were Sudfeld hype-up articles. So... Every report I read had nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Now, Kruger gets credit for saying, hey, I think Brock Purdy could be a player. But I looked Kruger in his eyes during a crossover one time. I said, did you think Brock Purdy would be this good? He no, goes, I no, I not this good. I don't think anyone Nobody. did. Yeah, I don't think this anyone This is a shot. So, like, if people want to slander, like, oh, you didn't believe in Purdy? Nobody really believed that he could play like this. When when Patrick Mahomes was a freshman at Texas Tech and Davis Webb is playing in front of him, right. do you think Cliff Kingsbury or whoever the coach was at the time really thought he'd turn into this? Right. I mean, come on, man. Nobody knew Patrick Mahomes would be Patrick Mahomes coming out in the draft. We thought, boy, Kansas City's taking a chance. Yeah, this guy. Moving up for this guy. Totally. No, I don't. He's raw. He's a prospect. Shanahan didn't even scout him. They sent Lynch as a decoy to say, hey, we got the number two pick. We may get Mahomes, but no, not really. Well, that's the thing about, like, again, I, I I laugh at it because I think we turn it into these mythical stories. But, like, even Bill Walsh, in his memoirs, multiple times, right. I never knew Montana would be Montana. No. Hell, he tried to trade Montana after winning a Super Bowl. Multiple times. He saw John Elway and said, how do I move up in the draft? I, I, exactly. And, like, when he selected him in the third round, yeah, he had a plan for him, and he was going to see if it worked. And it worked way better than he had ever thought. You know, so, like, I know we think that these coaches have, like, divine intervention and can see things, like, like they're pulling the Excalibur out of the stone, right. you know, pulling the sword out, and, and they're going to be the king of all time. Sometimes sports surprises us. It does. Do you think Don Nelson, in his heart of hearts, and Larry Riley, if I would have sat there with them, you know, the, the year that they took him in that rookie year, and he showed promise, did they, did they really think he would turn into a top 10 player of all time? We didn't think that, and we're Warrior fans. Still surprised. Steph just dropped 60 on Saturday. The age of 35. He's dropping. He's got two games of 60-plus over the age of 30. All right? Like, think about the guys who've done that. Kobe, nobody else. Jordan. <laughs> like, like he's in categories. Of, That's like, we never crazy. thought. That's crazy. We never thought Curry would be this guy. No. So, when it comes to Purdy, it's okay if people, and I've seen some people in the chat here on YouTube, oh, you guys doubted Purdy, you guys doubted Purdy. Yeah, I Purdy. did, I did. We all did. Yeah, I and did. And then we saw him against Tampa Bay, was like. Yeah, and I doubted Brady, too. And I was like, damn. I was like, holy smokes. This guy might be something. And then you see it play out, you're like, all right. And then you get question mark. One thing in this story about Peter King, we had question marks about the elbow. Peter King and Shanahan admit Purdy didn't have a 100% elbow. That UCL was still not 100% when they went to Pittsburgh and beat up on the Steelers. So this guy hasn't been healthy all year, really. He hasn't been 100%. Look, 
I have a saying in life. You were talking about every everyone's got a little butcher in them. Pivot, don't panic. The whole core of that entire thought process is right. when you're presented with new information, you better make an, uh, an adjustment. Right. I mean, th- this is how I live my life. When I'm presented with new stuff, I'm moving it around. Hey. Now, a part of you can laugh or whatever, but like sometimes you get surprised. Did we know Draymond Green was going to all of a sudden usurp David Lee and become this Draymond Green? No, we didn't. No one thought did. that. I didn't even think Clay would be the Clay that he became. No, during his prime. I know. Oh, how I many didn't... people wanted to trade Clay for Kevin Love? Oh, everybody. And Draymond Green <laughs> and Harrison Barnes in that deal. <laughs> yeah, we were ready to do a three for one for Kevin Love. Thank God that didn't happen. But uh, oh, Dupree Miller. By the way, Dupree Miller. Uh, what a spot. Exit toast with the roast. Nice. Dupree. Can't wait to see you on Friday. Nice. Very cool. Fillmore and Excelsior. I'm from Fillmore. Shasky's from Excelsior. That's in our show intro. If we were going off of real estate, it'd be Excelsior Heights. Excelsior Heights. Heights does sound cool, though. Doesn't it? It does kind of sound like you're from the suburbs. Yeah. From the big houses. Well, it's like, you know, our buddy Lucas Alexander from the San Rafael Heights. Is that what he says? He's from Marinwood. What's Marinwood? Oh, it's a very luxurious part of uh, San Rafael. Yeah, Lucas does look like he has. He acts like he has, buddy. Oh, yeah. Nose up in the air. Uh, What's coming up in the game brought to you by Flag and Anthem? More of your phone calls, 888-957-9570. We got Q coming up from Las Vegas. Raider Nation Radio. We'll get the lay of the land in Las Vegas from him and how Vegas is booming right now. That's all coming up on the Morning Rose. Brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. Is that Elvis? I can't wait to see the fake Elvises in Vegas. Really looking forward to that. Not really. Not the women that give you cards. So you just brought up something here at a Pat McAfee show. 49ers not pleased with the practice field. This report from Adam Schefter. Celsius. I got a little tip Friday uh-huh. that the same situation, that the Niners weren't happy. They're practicing at UNLV. Chiefs are practicing at the Raiders facility in Henderson. The Niners were not pleased with the practice field, so they basically asked, can they practice at the Raiders facility as well? I think the Chiefs were opposed to it, but this is behind the scenes. This is what sources told me. Friday, Friday, somebody pulled me over and was like, hey, you got to listen to this. And... So the Niners were thinking about, hey, doing their media obligations and then flying back to Santa Clara to practice during the Super Bowl week, during this week. I wouldn't be mad if that's an hour flight. They got private. Because I guess the weather in Vegas is bad. Yes, it is. The fields are soggy. It's raining the next two days. It's raining the next two days. The fields are soggy. And so the Niners are not happy. And I was told this Friday. I swear to God. I was told this Friday. I swore to secrecy. But a little source told me. So now that McAfee yeah. is releasing this information, I feel like I can release the information that I was told. I was going to tell you guys in the thread. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. I, you know, there's somebody who did that to one of our producers over the week, last week, and I lost a little respect because when something's off the record, it's off the record. Until it's okay, you get the okay to say something about it. But when you don't get the okay to say something about it, you go out there anyway and say something, that's a bad look. It's a bad look. It's not right. Unethical is what they say. But Niners not pleased with the practice field. Developing story is Adam Schefter's on the Pat McAfee show. And we'll get to- I, I would Go not ahead. be uh, opposed to them 
flying back, that would piss off all the local media that's oh, flown, out that. to, flown out to Vegas. Oh, I would love that. I, I, whatever. But, like, it, for the team, because all I care about is the team winning. Yeah. If they, if they think that that gives them a better opportunity right. to prepare for the game, then so be it. And they want to practice at the Raiders facility alongside the Kansas City Chiefs. They got the indoor stadium, the indoor practice yeah. field. So something we could get to Q about. Your boy Q. Man, this guy's been everywhere. He was in Waco, Texas. We had him all before the season. He's talking about Brock Purdy. He knows all about the uh, Big 12, of course. Now ESPN Las Vegas, Raider Nation Radio, Fox Sports. I mean, this guy does it all down there in Las Vegas. Q, good morning, my man. Thanks for joining the show on such uh, short notice here. Hey, man, anytime I get the call to come on the morning roast, you know I'm there, man. So, yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate y'all. Anytime, your boy Q here on the Boxing Girls and Guest Line. So, I don't know if you heard anything about the practice fields, this report that's coming out, but I heard something over the weekend that the Niners weren't too pleased with the practice fields that was available in Las Vegas to get ready for the Super Bowl. You hear anything about that yet? I haven't heard a whole lot about it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Look, they're practicing over at UNLV, and it's a very nice facility. Don't get me wrong, but it is outdoors, and, you know, it's, a, it's been rainy. It's been kind of ugly. It's really pouring down rain today. So uh, I would not be surprised that it was less than ideal facilities. But I do know UNLV rolled out the red carpet. They have the 49ers signage all over the place. They're happy to have them there. But, I mean, if you're looking at the Raiders facility where the Chiefs are practicing, and then you look at UNLV, it is a little bit of a step down for San Francisco. Well, so – UNLV is turf? I believe so. I have only been over there and passed by it a couple of times. I believe there's surf there at UNLV. Okay, so what, like, it, it, I guess it's just the surface is, is your, I mean, yeah, I know this field, is developing. The fields are soggy now with the rain and the weather and uh, stuff like that, so the footing during practice could be a little slick for the 49ers. Interesting, interesting. Um, now, when you guys got the, the, the Super Bowl, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, man, Vegas is super mainstream. I was out there in December, and I think there's this connotation that Vegas is, uh, you know, taboo, if you will. But I came away thinking, dude, it's super corporate. Like, there are tons of corporate entities dumping tons and tons of money. I mean, think about where we were 10 years ago in this country on marijuana. Think about where we were 20 years ago on, you know, uh, reality television or skateboarding or anything like that. All those things are mainstream now. Right, all of them are mainstream. This is a mainstream corporate Super Bowl, is it not? Yeah, I mean, it really is. It really is. I mean, there's so much money that is being made here in in the city, and they'll sell everything and anything. Right? I mean, whatever it is, they'll definitely put their stamp on it. They have no problem with that. They'll sell me if they can find a way to do it. Right? I mean, that's just that's just what it is. There's so much money being made and, and produced here in this city, and uh, they're embracing this. And you know, this is one of those cities that every single Every single Super Bowl, it's always packed, right? I mean, regardless, it's always jam-packed with people, and now having it here as well takes it to a whole other level. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty exciting time for the city of Las Vegas. Remember, you couldn't even at one time on Radio Row, and Bonte, I know you know this, you couldn't even say Las Vegas on Radio Row yeah. without being basically really? kicked out the convention center. Oh, yeah. There were times where they had, uh, when we were in New York for uh, the Super Bowl, and I wasn't here, I wasn't working for the station then, I was working in Texas still, but we were all the way in the back in New York, and ESPN Las Vegas was literally in the back with us. And that was it. And they're like, yeah, keep those troubled kids in the back. And now it's like full on blowing embrace. Wow. Q here on the wow. Morning Russell on 95.7 The Game, Radio Nation Radio, ESPN Las Vegas. And now you see you moved from Texas. I remember when I first met you, you are in West Texas. You're out there doing your thing in Texas. You make the move to Las Vegas. It's a great opportunity for you to work with the team that you grew up rooting for, the Raiders. And you do excellent work out there. But what was your perception of Las Vegas before you moved there? Because now it feels like it's rapidly becoming the sports capital of the world. 
Yeah, it was a party town, man. Whenever we had the opportunity to come to Vegas, it was great. My dad introduced me to the city by uh, taking me to a running Rebels game, and that's all I knew uh-huh. at first when I was a kid. Was right. okay, it's 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 big time basketball. Uh, it's big time, uh, you know, big time college hoops, and so that's what it was. And, and that's all I really uh, recognize. And now all of a sudden, all these different teams, all these different programs are coming here. And so, yeah, it is, like you said, rapidly growing into the sports capital, uh, of really, of America. And, you know, if, if the A's if do, in fact, make that move at some point, okay, whatever, so be it. And, you know, an NBA team will be there, be here sooner rather than later. I mean, you know, we've got all these, you know, the AAA affiliate. Yep. We've got, uh, you know, different different indoor football leagues. We've got, you know, lacrosse is here. I mean, everyone wants a piece of Las Vegas. So when I made the move from Texas here, I got in right at the perfect time because now everyone wants to be here. So now the market is super competitive, and I've been here for almost three years now, and I've been soaking it all in and, and really putting my, my thumbprint on it. Yeah, I was there in December. We had a big softball tournament, and I was kind of blown away by how many lacro- like youth lacrosse games and tournaments were out yeah. there and all those things. that Like basketball, I saw tons and tons of kids with basketball. So like, there's this youth level right. of, of all these tournaments, and then there's the college right. level of – because I went and saw yep. the pac 12 championship. Yep. I walked to Allegiant yep. Stadium, saw the game there. The environment was unbelievable. Everybody flows into the casinos afterwards. They're all wearing their college gear. And then Saturday, I went to the MGM, and it was Gonzaga versus USC, and that was awesome too. Like I underrated how much of an event town it was, and how cool it was to be, you know, partying out with everybody afterwards. I don't know. It was, it was really, really, really cool, and I, I could see that this is this is only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's the thing about it. You know, you mentioned, you know, the Pac-12 championship games and, and all these different tournaments and basketball, football, everything wants to be out here and want to, wants to be part of these facilities that are here. And so it's funny because when you look at, like, the, the, the Mountain West and you see all the, the different conference realignments, a lot of people out here were thinking, okay, well, maybe, you know, UNLV will be part of the Pac-12. Well, they don't need to because they're already here, right? The Pac-12 is yeah. already here, and there's so many different conferences that play their, their big-time games. They play them here, and their, their championships here, so they don't need to be part of the conference to actually be in Las Vegas, but there's no doubt about it. Don't let anybody fool you. Everyone wants to be a part of Vegas. The NFL embraces it, loves it. NBA wants everything to do with it. They've been doing summer league forever. Now, sooner rather than later, they'll have the the NBA team here, already have the G League team here. So, yeah, man, it's on and popping. It really is. Yeah, your boy Q, he's so cool, man. We don't even give out his government name here on the Morning Roast uh, (laughs) on the Boxer Cursed Guest Line. So, a couple quick ones before we get you out. One, who are Raider fans rooting yeah. for in this game? You're you're right there Nobody. to set up. Nobody home, oh, man. <laughs> Nobody. What is what did, what did Jim Harbaugh say back in the day? Who's got it better than us? <laughs> nobody. Yeah, nobody. The 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 Raiders the Raider fans are pulling for nobody in this one. It is not one that is ideal. It really is the worst case scenario. You know, especially it's funny because there's some that call into the station that are East Coast Raider fans that don't really understand the the beef with the Niners. But you got to have that Bay Area, you know, yeah. that those Bay Area influence and that love to understand it. And of course, me being from the Bay, you know, I know all about it, so I get it from both sides. The Chiefs, you sure don't want them to win, but then the Niners. I mean, we used to draw the line in the sand, like you pick right. those guys or you pick these guys, right? I right. mean. I used to have a problem going across the bridge just to get to San Francisco. I felt some kind of way, right? So, I mean, you know how it is. It's just, it's, it's different. And then having the Chiefs in the Raiders facility, it's like, wow, really? That's, that's how it goes down. So, you know, it, that's how it happens, man. I mean, look, they earned their way to the Super Bowl, so you got to give them that. 
Hey, Q, when the Super Bowl was here in Santa Clara, but they had a lot of the festivities here in San Francisco, I mean, they cleaned the city up. And it, it was yeah. different, you know? I mean, you could feel the vibe. And, I, and as, as a native, I was very, very proud of what they did. Um, so yeah. we're going down there Saturday night. So we're not going to be there during the week. But what, as someone who lives there day in, day out, what's the biggest thing that they've changed for, you know, in the area? And, like, what should we avoid when we get there this, uh, this upcoming weekend? You know, it's funny you mentioned cleaning it up. They've cleaned up the city a lot. And I've said this when I first got here because I didn't realize it. This city will humble you. There's so much that you see running around town that you're like, wow. It's just really, it's like humbling. A lot of homeless and everything. And, uh, you know, people that are living in the tunnels and everything. I mean, it's like really, really humbling. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough time. But a lot of that has been cleaned up for this week, as you can imagine. So, uh, you know, I just, I really feel for those people that, you know, I've tried to find a way every day trying to survive. And now all of a sudden this week is here. And so it's like, okay, you guys are out of here. Go try to find another way to survive. But for the most part, man, everything is really cleaned up. Uh, Fremont Street is always still a fun place to go for a quick minute and get up out of there. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> so uh, if you're going to avoid anything, maybe the crap table too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? no doubt. You never yeah. know. Don't yeah. get all your paycheck. <laughs> yeah, roulette, bet on black. Yeah, what, we're still at the What's Excalibur, the restaurant man. we got to go to? Man. What's the restaurant Cap- me and B got to go to? Capital Grill, right? Oh, man, look, I always go to Joe's. I went there last night, man. Joe's inside the Caesars Forum. It is okay. the best. You want okay. steak, you want seafood, you want whatever you want. Joe's is my spot. Okay. I get the bone and ribeye, and you can't go wrong. Oh, yeah, no, that sounds great. All right, last one for you, Q. You, you don't you touch on the league. You cover the league. You know football inside. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com out uh, one of the smartest minds out there when it comes to radio and sports, when it comes to football as well. So who's got the most to gain? Is it Shedahead? Is it Brock Purdy? Who's got the most to gain here by winning the Super Bowl? Shedahead or Purdy? I think I think the most to gain is, is really Shanahan just because, you know, he's been there, done that, and hasn't got it done yet, right? And, and he's a brilliant offensive mind. We all know that. We know what he's able to do with quarterbacks, but I think that everyone's waiting for him to Seal the deal, right? Get it done. We remember, you know, twenty eight three when he was with Atlanta. We remember I was in the I was at the Super Bowl in Miami when you know it came up short when Jimmy G overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. So I think that it's time for him to get it done. And so I think that that'll be like the feather in the cap for him. Brock Purdy is already. I mean, he's a legend. I mean, the dude's been in the league two years, and I know everyone's not going to give him the respect that they should. He's been to the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl in two years. You give me that every day of the week and twice on Sunday, I'll take that. That's, I mean, that's legendary, and he's just going to continue to grow that. So I think that the guy who's here the game the most would be uh, would be uh, Shanahan. Will Jimmy G be at this game? Oh boy, 
<laughs> probably, probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. He probably will not be uh, being at this game. I think he's uh, trying to still continue to rehab so he can try to go be a quarterback somewhere else. Yeah, he's probably not even in Vegas right now, right? He's probably long gone. Yeah, I'm sure he is. We we got to actually talk to him on locker cleanout day, and he talked to us for about six or seven minutes, and really made an emphasis on he wants to be a quarterback somewhere. So. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be here. I, I don't know where he's going to be, but I, I, I would be shocked if he's in Vegas next year. Yeah, no doubt about that. Q, man, always good to hear your voice, man. We'll see you out there. I know you're going to be at the game, right? Uh, no, 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 man. I'm actually going to host. A, I'm hosting a big game party okay. instead. So, All right. if I can just put a little bit of extra money in my pocket, you know your boys yeah. going to do it. No, I, I'm not mad at you. Put some in my pocket. Yeah, man. I'm not mad at you. We may name <laughs> we may <laughs> name drop Q myself. down there on the strip. We're going to name drop Q. See how far that gets us out in Vegas this weekend. Hey, but you get me. In, you get you get in town, man. You let me know that you're in town. I'll definitely come see you. I'll come check you out wherever you're at. Absolutely, absolutely. Q, always good to hear you, man. Thanks so good much stuff. for your time today. Always, brothers. I appreciate y'all. Anytime, you, you, Q here on the Boxer Curzon guest line, CEO with Jimmy G. Look, every city, every major city in America has an underbelly that's going to be. Not for public consumption, right? Uh, you know, for the week, if you will. And so, like, Vegas is no different than it was. Because believe me, we got off the strip just a little while and eh, a little rough. Oh yeah, no, I saw some out behind the Circa Hotel. I saw some things, and I was like, oh. So it's not just San Francisco. No, it is not. Go figure. No, it's not. Although San Francisco was holding its own as I was coming down 6th Street the other day. Uh, just I mean, chaos. I mean, hey, it's been like that my whole life. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Literally nothing has changed. Oh, my God, 6th Street is so bad. Yeah, it's been like that for 40 but years. Here's the problem. 6th Street, you used to be able to just drive down with not, you know, a stoplight on every side street, well, ruining traffic in multiple well, that's directions. A that's a dig. That's the thing right there. Um, I saw something. Somebody complained. So the media hotels at the Excalibur and the Luxor, people are complaining. Listen, <laughs> I'm Bonte Hill, and I'm all about that free 99 movement. Okay. I don't have to pay for the hotel. I got to pay for a flight, and I get introduced to the Super Bowl. <laughs> My life is complete. Kidding me? Kidding me? Stop it. You guys, you guys are about I thought you were doing like a live thing. read. Hi, uh, I'm Bonte Hill, and I like Daisy Dips. I do like Daisy Dips. Somebody asked me if I like Daisy Dukes. Not bad at those either. I, you know, no, the, no, don't talk about that. Th this <laughs> we're practice going, field, we're talking Vegas, right? This practice field situation is, it's kind of annoying, you know? Like, what happened when the two teams came out here for the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers? One Where'd, team practiced at Stafford, one team practiced at San Jose State, I believe. San Jose State and Stanford, okay. Could have been College of San Mateo, but I know I remember the Emerald Bowl. One of the teams would practice at City College of San Francisco. Yeah, one team would practice at Lady, maybe Chabot. You got a you got a plethora of fields out here in the Bay Area that you could practice in. But in Vegas, I did, so when I heard about this Friday, was, yeah, it was Friday. I got in, got into work. Somebody pulled me over, uh -huh. NBC Sports Bay Area. Somebody pulled me over, say, hey, "Bate, man, I I know I could talk to you about this, blah 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 blah, but don't be surprised if you hear something." about the practice fields and the Niners not being happy with the practice fields. It's like, huh, that's interesting. I like those little tidbits because yeah. I think those little things matter. I can't get a field to work on. The practice field is soggy. Now I'm talking about some guy may twist his ankle on soggy field. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? This is where knee injuries or hamstrings happen. I can't have that happen in the week of the Super Bowl. How do we not have this figured out? The week of the Super Bowl. One team, I get it. The AFC is the host team this year. But the Chiefs get the freaking... Get the freaking practice facility of the Raiders. Yeah. State of the art. Now, I would say, moving forward, 
The team with the best record should get picks of the practice facility. No, I know, that. but like, how about we have, you know, quality fields for both teams? You know, I, like, I would, I would, I it, would shouldn't, love that. it shouldn't be like one team gets to stay in the penthouse and the other one's sleeping out on the streets. Right. It, I, it sounds to me like this is more an issue of the rain than it is of like the actual field itself, I right. guess. Well, the fields, yeah, and it's been like that in Vegas, so that was a concern. Now, uh. does UNLV have an indoor practice facility? It could do. And so, what I'm also hearing too is that the Niners are, you know, hey, can we go to the Raiders facility as well? And the Chiefs apparently were like, oh, no, no, no. Hell no. You can't come to our. No, we're there. We don't want to switch out everything. And, you know, all of a sudden something gets left around. Maybe there's a game plan that gets left around or whatnot. It couldn't just be a straight line for the Niners. So, now. there's, there's going to be just, some gamesmanship. There's some gamesmanship here. Chiefs are like, yeah, nah, you're not coming to the Raiders facility. Yeah, now the Niners got to deal with UNLV. Can we get a bubble? But then I did hear this. I did hear this. That the Niners were saying, okay, these fields are not up to par. We'll do our media obligations. We're going to take our ass back to Santa Clara practice at Levi's. I'm not mad Come at back that. for the weekend. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I mean, it's an hour flight. It's not too bad. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, obviously, it, it so, sucks for the equipment people to have to go back and forth and stuff with all that. But, I mean, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. And right. then it will be like LeBron winning in the bubble. It will yep. be the hardest championship of them all. Yep. Not Thank only you, were Kirk. we beating Mahomes, <laughs> we had to beat the NFL, who tried to sabotage us with our practice. <laughs> as long as the grass isn't like Glen, uh, Glendale last year for the Eagles and the Chiefs, where everyone's slipping and sliding 100%. all over the place. That is low-key a storyline, though, because the Raiders, it's like uh, Levi's early on in Allegiant. They haven't figured out the right formula with the grass, so, so you might f see some slipping and sliding in the actual Super Bowl, too. Don't be surprised if the turf, or the grass, I should say, looks a little shoddy, too. So as a longtime turf owner in the backyard, I'm talking about real grass, okay? It did take a minute for us to find the right uh, particular grass, and I'm not pretending that I have the sophistication, finance, or the you know resources that an NFL team has to be able to put the right sod in. But you do need to have the right soil content, the right moisture. You have to have the right particular grass, yep. and sometimes you think it's going to work, but the it doesn't it doesn't settle in, and there's seams and things like that. Again. I, I'm just going off my novice yeah. backyard BS, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, I had to find the right Kentucky well, bluegrass mixed with the fescue. It has to be a combo. Well, Couldn't you, do one or the other. You know, last year's Super Bowl, the Philadelphia Eagles really complained about the slippage and everything, and Glendale, Arizona State Farm Arena is very similar to Allegiant Stadium, in which they take out the turf and the track, and they let the grass sit outside yes. overnight. Yes. Same thing at Allegiant Stadium. The Philadelphia Eagles... They may have recorded a sack, but Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, they're all complaining about the grass and how they couldn't get any footing and all the slips that happened in the Super Bowl. That can't happen in the biggest game of the world. Your field needs to be right. All right? And the NFL has had this problem across their fields, all across the state. We talked about MetLife earlier. The World Cup Finals going to MetLife Stadium. That turf is terrible. They have a billion-dollar corporation. Hell, some may say trillion-dollar corporation. And you can't get these fields right? Now the Niners get the short end of the stick at the price. That kind of bothers me. Not gonna lie. What's up? You know what? I want Shanahan hand them to bring it up today, media day, tomorrow, and take their ass back to Santa Clara practice. Forget you guys. We asked you to get the fields right. Now the flip side is it's raining out here too. So how much better are the fields at Levi's than it is at UNLV? It's a great question that I don't have an answer to.
Does Stafford have an indoor facility? No. San Jose State? I don't. I don't know. Cal Berkeley? Uh, Would I don't have know. any indoor facilities out in the Bay Area? Bought it doesn't rain enough here or Vegas, but of course it starts raining the week of the Super Bowl. Of course. Of course. The rain, by the way, yesterday, look, for as much as we hyped up that atmospheric river, oh my God, the wind, it blew half my fence down. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Be nah, safe out it's, there. It's nasty out there. All right, let's go to the calls. Uh, David Fresno. David Fresno doesn't believe Mahomes, Purdy, or Shedhead's the top story of the game. Dave, you got another thought, huh? Yeah, guys, good morning. You know, I'm excited for the Super Bowl week, but what, I, what I'll be looking at is the defense, man. And this is Steve Wilkes, the coordinator. I know he had to come down, and that was a big story, being on the sideline. But to be honest, this defense kind of underwhelmed all season as, you know, what we're kind of accustomed to. You know, you guys, he cast out for Hargrave, and he's kind of been a no-show, and they talk about the effort, and I don't know if they, they just don't really respond to him as the buff Jack dudes and Sala and, and, and uh, my guy, uh, D'Amico Ryan. I don't know if that plays a role in it, but I just think the defense is going to be the key. You know, nobody's talking about Pacheco, but he might be talked about after after Sunday because we've been letting everybody run all over us. And I know all the eyeballs are going to be on Shanahan and Purdy, but the defense got to – we got to start playing to our standards. And, and to be called out for effort from NFC Championship games, it's, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's you inexcusable. Know? There's there's just no excuse. And it's not one guy. Like, Chase Young is, a, is, is one of them. I saw Gibson jogging a lot. I saw other guys jogging a lot. You know, I watched those JT O'Sullivan videos, uh, which are breaking down quarterback play. He always says, every single week, well, that's just what 19 does, talking about Debo, right? And how Debo, when the ball's not going to him, right. he'll just stop or he'll, he'll just slow around. down and give away that the, the ball's play. not going to him. Yep. And it's something that JTL Sullivan, he's like, look, it's who he is as a player. I've come to accept it. I don't love it, but like he makes up for it in other ways, so I'll overlook it. But again, that's Debo who makes up for it, and you're hearing from a guy who played in the NFL like, don't love it, but... right. He can get away with it because of how talented he is and some of the other things that he brings to the table. When you're Chase Young, for I'm using him as one example, when you're Chase Young and you're fighting for a contract in the league to stay in the league, if you need more motivation than just personal pride in the NFC Championship game, well, here's John we've Lynch. got issues. Here's John Lynch on the effort level in the NFC title game. I mean, that's that's one of our core values, and, uh, you know, I believe that in my heart of hearts. It's something, you know, we've, we've got four Hall of Famers that represent the defense I played in Tampa, and if you ask every one of us that played on that defense, what was our calling card? It starts with effort, and um, that being a non-negotiable. So those things have been addressed. Um, we've got one game. I don't, I really would uh, be shocked if, if we saw that again, and sometimes that comes, I mean, there's excuses for it. There's a, a they're just that. They're excuses, and, and that has to be non-negotiable. Play your heart out, and then we've got a lot of good players, a lot of good depth that you can get. So those aren't plays that we're proud of. Those players are proud of. It's been addressed, and I'd be real surprised. So effort level, a chase shug. I'm scratching my head thinking, boy, when the Niners made that trade, I was like, man, all they gave up was a cop third-round pick for Chase Shug. Wow. Wow, I thought Chase Shug was legit. Man, it's former number two overall pick. 
And now you see why Washington was dangling Chase Young. Because pass rushers are at a premium. Everybody wants a pass rusher. Pass rushers outside of quarterbacks and left tackles may be the most sought-after position in all of sports. In all of football, I should say. Edge rusher, quarterback, left tackle, maybe corner. But edge rusher is a top three position in all of football. Everybody's trying to get an edge rusher. And Chase Young just got flipped for a third-round cop pick. And I'm not thinking of, man, even in the contract here, Chase Young, third. Wow, Niners just got a steal. Then the Jaguars game happened. Then there was a the dialogue. Well, boy, if you had to pick one, I'll pay Chase Young over Brandon Ayuk. I remember the conversation. And I'm like, and I can subscribe. I get why. Edge rusher is very important to premium position. But then he's just been underwhelming. And then you pop on the tape against the Detroit Lions. And I'm getting texts from Ian Williams midway through the second quarter. Hey, man, Chase Young plays too high. Hey, man, Chase Young ain't it. They're going right at Chase Young. Screen game, pitches, edge, didn't matter. They're going at 92. That's on tape. But it wasn't just him. It wasn't just him. However, you're trying to get paid. That I agree with. And you got traded here. You're the number two overall pick. Now, Gibson as well. There's some other players out there. Or Burks. Or Burks. Effort level in the NFC title game. Is he title game? I'll give Armstead this. It does look like he's uh, his foot is really hurt. Like I don't know. I, the poor guy might need I mean, some crazy surgery in the offseason, and maybe he's getting toward the end of his career. He did not look right at all. I mean, that at film, all. That film session may have been very uncomfortable for Chase Young, number ninety two. I mean, that's part. You of get football. traded here into the Forty ers way, and you're wearing number ninety two, and you're walking out with Debo and Trent Williams with the blue box, and you play like that. That's a problem. Well, and it's the NFC title game, Shasky. Jameer Gibbs is cut back on the field to go up 21-7. It's win or go home. And Chase Young is out there lollygagging, walking around. I'll tell you, the, first play, the third play of the game was the, the Jamison Williams touchdown. I saw four guys jogging. Jogging. I, what did I say in our group thread during the game, before the film even came out? Jamison Williams jogs over to the sidelines faster than yeah. guys are running right now on the field. Yeah. What? What am I watching? I mean, no wonder Montez Sweat was more sought after than Chase Young. I had no idea. I had no idea Chase Young widely gagged around like that. That was awful. I'm looking at him because he's the premium. Look, we know Gibson. We, we, we know he's he has his limitations, and he's going to be picked on in the Super Bowl. I am very concerned about the safety spot in the Super Bowl. Him? And <laughs> Jair Brown is a rookie. Logan Ryan, good luck. Took some bad yeah. angles. I mean, every time some good really luck. bad angles. This is why I'm looking at the offense. I don't even. I don't even care about. I don't even care about the defense this game. I honestly, if they get a couple stops, great. Purdy and them can score at least thirty in this game. Because what I saw against Detroit is what Andy Reid's going to pick on. I'm very concerned about this defense. Lollygagging, by the way, is such a great way of describing it. Shout out Steve Phelps somewhere in heaven yeah. right now coaching somebody. I love that word. He he had two different phrases. One I can't right. say on air right now because I don't want it. It's going to be interpreted a different way. The other one was don't ever lollygag on my field. I mean, he would say that to us all the time. I mean, just lollygagging around. Coach Keith will say that. It's lollygagging great, around. It's an old school. Lollygagging around. I know exactly what you're you know saying. You know what I'm saying? You're 100% great. That Correct. is that is piss poor effort. That was so disappointing. And the fact that John Lynch and Steve Wilkes and Shanahan, the weekend of Super Bowl, got to come out and talk about effort and energy? It's a bad omen. It's not good. It's a bad omen. Chase Young, you better step your game up this week. Let's go to David David in San Francisco. David, what's happening? Yeah, you're talking about Chase Young. Thank you for having me on. 
um, the effort. But you, did you see the guys getting blown out? And, and, and Bosa was one of them. I mean, the highest paid defensive player in, yeah. in Ever. football. Which Ever. Didn't have a good year. And, and, and you guys have not talked about his season. Oh, we've I mean, talked about Bosa. About David, David, I don't know if you listen to the show every day. There's been plenty of dialogue about Nick Bosa. Trust me. Plenty. And there will be plenty more later this week. <laughs> okay. Because it's a lot of talk about Chase Young, but you're talking about the highest paid player in football defensively, well, and he's got to be the factor. Well, he, least, he's, got, he's got to be the factor. At least Bosa showed up against Detroit. I actually saw 97 show yeah, up. Second half, he out. was relentless. In second quarter, it started where he, st- he stepped his game up. I'm talking about the season. Okay. We had a good show. Yeah, you know what? Now's a good time to let everybody know that. You can get some 95.7 The Game gear right now at BreakingT.com. What? Slash 95.7. No way. We've got all sorts of cool 49ers apparel for you to wear this Sunday, as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here at 95.7 The Game. Go to BreakingT.com. Slash 95.7 The Game. Forgive David. I don't know if he listens to the show. Supposed has been a topic of conversation around these parts from six to ten all season long. Well, all season long, starting at training camp before the season before started. the season started. So I don't know where you've been, but Bosa and Bosa gets credit. Everybody wasn't worried about Bosa's performance. Remember no. that was the big thing. He's the last guy I'm going to worry about, and I was worried. No, well, you were worried about him coming in, but I said I don't care. But you better come in and ball out. And then going into the bye week, he blamed his holdout for a slow start. And I was like, all right, you can't do that. Now nah, I'm pissed off. <laughs> Who do you trust more? Mahomes with the ball and Bosa going after him. Purdy with the ball and Jones going after him. Well, I'm always late in the trust, game. I'm always going to trust Mahomes. But I'm not mad at Purdy. Not mad at Purdy. Chris Jones, oh my God. Uh, that's the other thing. I'm watching all these people put out all these like PFF win rates and all these different stats and everything, and I'm like, I don't... There, Who on the planet thinks that Chris Jones is the ninth best pass rusher in this game? Who said that? I just see all these different no, metrics wait, wait, and wait, stats. Wait, 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 what metric and, was and this? Some Who's PFF metric? win rate over the playoffs. It's and I'm like Chris Jones was the ninth best pass rusher in this football game yeah, coming up on like Sunday? That. It was something like that. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's the... Du- your stats are lying to you. Chris Jones is a top two player on both teams defensively, period. Somebody needs to be drug tested. It, it, PFF up. ratings, dude. They need to be drug tested. J.J. Watt was going after the PFF ratings. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. He was talking about your boy uh, C.J. Stroud, and he was like, he had one of the greatest games I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and you said he was the seventh best quarterback yeah, this weekend. I mean, he, he was losing his mind. I, I, I've, you know how long I've been out on PFF. And I did a mock draft for PFF. I hate slandering them. You know what you call them? (laughs) 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 The great suck. (laughs) Outside of Mahomes, outside of Mahomes, I fear Chris Jones more than Kelsey and Pacheco. Oh, Chris Jones is a he dominates. What if he lines up over Feliciano (laughs) or McKivitz or Brendel? (sighs) Now Charles Amini, who has a torn ACL, he's going to be out in this game. I feel for Amini, who this would have been a revenge game for him. Boy, did Niners catch a break there because he was playing some good football. Playing some really good football for Kansas City. <laughs> I PFF. forgot about that day. 
Chris Jones and Karloftis both get slept on tremendously. Yes. Karloftis, he is one of the. Well, he's a big game player too. Second year out of Purdue. I, I love Nick Bolton. I think Nick he, Bolton. He good. wears the thirty-two and runs around like a safety, but he's a middle linebacker. I think he's a freaking beast. It's a very good defense. I really like. Very him. good defense. I, 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 the other guy, the other uh, McDuffie can play. Sneed oh, can play. Sneed Gay can play. Justin Reed. Yeah, Safety. Justin Reed can play. Eric Reed's little brother. Tranquil makes Shout plays. Yes. Their whole team is good, dude, on defense. No, they're solid. They're solid. Saw this Niners offense, still. <laughs> Steve Wilkes. Do you trust Steve Wilkes? Diagramming a game plan against Andy Reed coming off a of bye week? That's something I'm petrified about. I can honestly say I'm sort of built for this. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Who was that? Steve Wilkes. That was Steve, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. That was during the whole booth uh, coming down to the yeah. field and talk and stuff like that. He said, I'm built for this. I can honestly say I'm sort of built for this. So now it, we need to get him on the field. Forget on the sidelines. He needs to be on the field now. I'm built for this. <laughs> Is Chase Young built for this? Is this defense built for this? If he gets one sack in the Super Bowl, it's all worth it. Oh my gosh! All the trade it. is all worth it. All worth it. One 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 tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Oh, it'll be like third round pick. Yeah, third round cop pick. Like Ryan Terrio sliding into right. home in the 2012 uh, series against the Detroit Lions. Chase Young, Detroit Tigers. It was all worth it. Forever Niner, Chase Young. <laughs> Forever Niner. We'll see him at the parade. Chase, what can we give him these? Yeah. The chest bumps, Chase. 92, baby. He was a good niner. And then he'll talk to him. Oh, man, I love it here, man. I'm looking to resign here. I'm like, no, please, John. Let's so offer him no money. Let him walk. Uh, he can go to Seattle. All I care about. We'll run right at him. Ramon <laughs> Ramirez. Was that the guy that came in? Yes, Mero Petit had oh, yes, that one Mero game. Petit. I just got yelled at. Fast Five! It's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. <laughs> your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. No. Only from Xfinity. My final thought is this. I'm looking at all these texts on the podcast business text side talking about us going to parties and us making checklists. We don't party. I'm 41 years old. I'm old. I like a party to me is a Friday night watching. The Sopranos are raising Canaan. That's my friend. That's my party life. I don't party. I can honestly say I'm sort of built for this. But if Vegas wants to offer me a party in a red carpet, I'm built for it. But I'm not partying. I'm not making a checklist. I'm all about the game, the game, the game, the game, the game. As the Harbaugh's to say, or Bullshit Bunker, the team, the team, the team. I'm about the game, the game, the game. My final thought is this uh, the YouTube chat is having a good laugh at my expense regarding my Pico. It's cold. It's cold here in the studio. I had a little chill, all right? I don't want to get sick. And it was really cold and windy this morning. That's well, a good peacoat. I know. It's a nice peacoat. I, I like to wear the, pe- the well, you top know, coats. You know, if you ain't got haters, you're not doing much of life. You know? When they start hating on you, that's when you know you made it. Trust me, the haters are out in full force on this show. They listen to hate. They hate listen. Go figure. Spinotti, love it. What you got? All right, couple thoughts here. Uh, shout out Austin Reeves. Officially owns the Boston Celtics. They're calling him Boston Reeves now. I love that. Uh, R.I.P. Carl Weathers, Raider legend. Yes. Apollo Creed. Yes. Predator. Uh, Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Just so many roles. Mandalorian. Great person. SF State Gator. SF State Gator. There you go. So R.I.P. Carl Weathers. Just a tremendous career, tremendous person. We're going to miss you. And um, Wyndham Clark. 
54 holes wins the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach. They called the final day, so he wins it as a 54-hole leader. Shoots a 60 at Pebble, which is a course record. Yeah, and shooting a 60 in golf nowadays with the equipment is equivalent to, like, Luca dropping 60. Like, everyone's doing it. Kind of, but the, the elements were a little no, tricky, I agree. too. I agree. I agree. Liv, I actually thought, won the day. Having their big thing at Mayakoba, I thought they were excellent. Lift, lift tour still going on? Oh, well, apparently Rom. they merged. I thought John Rom. They're not merging. Oh, they're not merging. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on at golf. I'm in football and basketball mode. Man, NFL scriptwriters, they are planning quite the season finale. Getting Taylor Swift her Grammy last night for fourth her fourth win of Album of the Year. You know they're setting up that uh, Lombardi Grammy one-two punch for Sunday. Hopefully the Niners can ruin it though. That's that's what we're hoping for. Would be the fourth Lombardi for the Chiefs. Symmetry. Four and four. Oh my God! You know, it's a great Jay Z said yesterday, uh, accepting his Grammy award. How does the person with the most Grammy awards ever not have album of the year, <laughs> or not one album of the year? Beyonce to Beehive. I asked Anna, who's bigger, Taylor Swift or Beyonce? She goes, they're kind of like on the same level. I don't know. I have no idea. This, I just, I don't yeah. feel qualified yeah. enough to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Answer. Shout out to Taylor Swift. That was Fast Five brought to you by Xfinity, the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now with Guru and Stardy's back. What? Stardy's back. All Warrior fans, rejoice. Stardy's back. Yay! The Red and Gold Hotline is up and running. Bang, bang, not again. We're going to the Super Bowl. Call it anytime. Get excited. Go crazy. I am very pleased that y'all come up the game. Go Niners. Leave a message now. 628-400-9880. That's 628-400-9880. The Red and Gold Hotline is brought to you by Somsation, the wine company. Experience some of the best wines you've yet to discover at Somsation.com. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.